The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Bunchkin Minute, your bi-weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, the board game manager your news for February 5th, 2024. So a bunch of things to get to, so I might go a bit quick today uh, so I can get through all of it in this time. But as always, there'll be links to everything in the show notes. So one of my favorite games of the last few years, and in fact, probably, I think it was my game of the year that year, uh, Sleeping Gods by Red Raven Games. Now, Red Raven Games has announced they're going to release Distant Skies. This is a sequel to uh, Sleeping Gods, but it's a standalone sequel, so you can play it just by getting it. This will be out later this month for $100. Uh, Again, this is a sequel to Sleeping Gods, and I know it's a lot, but there is a lot of crap in these boxes, basically. Uh, Also, with, uh, you know, Just Like Sleeping Gods, the new one, Just Like Sleeping Gods, Basically, decent sky, uh, distant skies will be a ton of replayability as you take your crew and you've got a branching kind of storyline narrative adventure throughout the world. So you have kind of a storybook, and as you make decisions on places to go, the story is going to unfold, and you've got a you know basically a big thing to do at the end of each one of these quote unquote campaigns. You're kind of playing through a campaign, and basically it takes place over like three eras, and each one of them is going to take you a few hours to get through. Uh, this one is going to get you there with a plane, where Sleeping Gods was was kind of a via large or a tanker type boat uh, with a crew and you'll have a crew there. They've got a little bit new mechanics. They're kind of changing up some mechanics such as combat uh, to make them, I think it's more card based rather than just straight dice based. Uh, But a really, really cool idea for this one. I absolutely love uh, the game Sleeping God, so I can't imagine this one's going to be any different. And of course, we always love Ryan Lockett's art in all of Red Raven's games. So another sequel for this month, Asmodee is going to release Seven Wonders Architects Medals. That's going to be out later this month in February for about $20. So Seven Wonders Architects is already an absolutely amazing game for novice and advanced players alike. Just kind of basically a drafting type game and, and kind of things go into Tableau, just kind of like regular Seven Wonders. But instead of passing cards around, it's Seven Wonders Architects, there'll be decks kind of to the left and right of you and a main deck in the middle. Now, it plays very, very smooth and very quickly. What Metals adds, it kind of rewards you with victory points for completing objectives uh, before everybody else does. Now, there's going to be a couple of new wonders in there, Coliseum of Rhodes and the Ziggurat of Ur. It also contains uh, some more progress tokens as well, uh, you know, as well as an expert variant uh, that kind of changes things up and, you know, more of a challenge for the game because sometimes it can be a little easy and if you want to ramp it up. It's just a great game to play and it plays, of course, up to, I believe, seven players as always. Uh, but man, it's so much fun. A really, really good light game. Perfect kind of holiday game for just about anybody to play. Uh, as I continue, as always, with my Marvel Champion stuff, this May, Fantasy Flight is going to release the Iceman Hero Pack for Marvel Champions. $17, as always, as they've been. And this is going to be the Bobby Drake version. Uh, and he's going to have an aggression deck. And of course, it's going to center around his Frostbite upgrades, which are going to slow the villain's plans down. Uh, so get just another great hero to add to the game. Ares Games is going to release a deck-building civilization game called Alte Dawn of Civilization. Now, this is designed by Ollie Steinus and Paolo Mori. Uh, they'll be out later this year. They're going to be out in the second half, uh, quarter three or four. I absolutely love both of these designers. I mentioned this one because it's been on my radar for over a year 
Uh, and not much has been said about it uh, in a pretty long time. I thought it was going to be out this uh, Essen, but it really wasn't. Mainly, I'm just, like I said, a huge fan of Ole Steinis. He did Champions in Midgard, and Paolo Mori has done a bunch of games, uh, including Ethnos and Libertalia, both designers with some very cool ways of using card play in their games. And of course, as always, if you say the words deck building game and Civ, I'm instantly interested. Uh, more on this one later in the year. I'm sure more details will be about the price and, and release. And more about those kind of mechanics will be out there. Uh, and I'm guessing we'll get demos at Gen Con and, of course, maybe an Essen release. Uh, last year, back in July, I mentioned a teaser for Invincible, the hero building game. Uh, and I said and not much was really known back then other than that it was tableau building. But now Direwolf has announced that the Invincible, the hero building game, is going to release in April of this year. And it'll be $55. Now, they kind of expanded it with a little more of a kind of explanation. They call it a fusion of bag building and tableau building, which sounds great. This allows you to customize your hero each game. You're going to press your luck and risk crashing uh, to deal with the numerous threats at once while trying to rescue civilization, I'm sorry, civilians and your fellow heroes. Uh, this looks like it's got campaign-based gameplay, as they say, because you're going to go through key elements of his story uh, in season one of this series. And I think there'll be seven episodes in this initial box. Uh, I mean, it looks really, really good, in my opinion, about everything that they've got. So uh, I think this one will be a, a pretty solid one. Devere Games, they're going to release a game called Sand. Uh, this is going to look like a light to medium weight euro. That'll be out in May, and it'll be about $45. Now, what Devere is really good at, they're really good at putting these small box games with a huge amount of gameplay in that box. So I'm expecting this one to be pretty good. And at its heart, it just is a pickup and deliver game, but it's got some interesting mechanics uh, with these worms, or I guess they're caterpillars. I guess they're probably caterpillars because they're going to kind of grow. So I guess that makes a little more sense. Uh, and, you know, trying to, as you play the game and, and they grow, you're going to be a little more efficient with your routes. Now, my only concern about this one is it doesn't look like that it's that medium, you know, that heavy. And yet they still list the playing time as 120 minutes. Uh, and they say it's uh, one to four players in 120 minutes. seems like a long time for what it looks like. But maybe as it gets closer, maybe they'll release it as, you know, 90 to 120, depending on player count, would sound to be a little bit better. But I guess we'll see as it, as it comes out. So finally, in game news, some news from Nur- Nuremberg Toy Fair that was uh, this past weekend. Uh, Asmodee is partnering up with Lego as they announced Monkey Palace. This is a board game with Legos. It's going to be released October later this year. Uh, I watched one video, but it wasn't in English. Uh, so I did the best I could to decipher what was going on. Uh, it looks like you have a structure and you're playing cards to use your Lego blocks to add to the structure and then kind of scoring points. So I'm sure uh, there's either much more to it if it's more of a meteor, medium type weight, if they're looking for that hobby crowd, or if they're not looking for the gamer crowd, uh, there might not be, might be much more to it. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, some actual digital news this week. So Dominion Digital, uh, Dominion, one of the, probably the first deck building game uh, and one of the oldest deck building games and just so many, uh, so many packs for it and expansions and such. And it's just a great game. It's now out on Steam and iOS. It's free to play, but that's basically, I think it's just for the first set. Uh, I did get a chance to, I got them all unlocked and played a bunch of this. Uh, you can unlock plenty of other sets that you require to pay for those. Those sets vary from $4.99 to $10.99. And of course, you're going to lock everything. It's over $100 to unlock everything. But if you know Dominion, you know there are just a, just an absolute ton of stuff you can unlock uh, for this game. It's got some really cool stuff. You can play online. You can play 
the AI against the AI, which is pretty difficult. They've got kind of, um, I'm trying to remember, I think there was a campaign mode, but there's also kind of basically when you play the AI, and there's also a daily kind of challenge too. When you play the AI, it just kind of randomizes up all the sets, or you can just pick what sets you want to use. Man, I had a blast playing this one, and I played it for a ton of time. And uh, I'm okay at Dominion, not great because I haven't played it in a whole while, uh, in a little while, but it is got a good difficulty to it, uh, and it was a lot, a ton to play. Next up, Demon Loop. Uh, this is also digital. Now, this is a digital board game that's being designed by Alexander Pfister, uh, and it now has a demo on Steam. It's got an interesting little rondel mechanic uh, with some card base. It's kind of supposed to be kind of a card based roguelite in a way. Uh, and I played the demo, um, and it's just not good. But hopefully, I, I trust Alexander Pfister. He's one of my favorite designers. He did games like uh, Maracaibo uh, and, and a bunch of others. Uh, I think Skymines uh, was his. Uh, but anyway, he's done a lot of great games, and I said, Designer I trust. So, uh, and since I do love this genre, I trust it'll be good. I'll put a link in there. Maybe you want to check out. It's not, it doesn't take a whole lot of time to download and play this demo. Uh, maybe you get a little bit more out of it than I did. It was just, yeah, for me. Uh, but anyway, it is going to be coming out hopefully by the end of the year. And I'll probably give it a shot again because I do like Fister, uh, Alexander Fister, and I do like his game. So hopefully, uh, maybe, uh, maybe it was just wasn't enough into that demo uh, for me. Who knows? Let's head on over to crowdfunding now. So this is a hugely anticipated one. This is the Altered TCG. Now, I kind of mentioned this one in the past a bit where this is a trading card game. Uh, it's a two-player trading card game. And what you're doing is you're, you're playing your cards, getting mana, of course, playing the cards. But it's a little bit different where you're not really fighting one-on-one or have any real fighting mechanics. You're just trying to get your influence into three different elements. Uh, and you're going to start on two different sides of basically this, this line where I think there's either five or six uh, different cards there, and you're trying to get your pawn on your main guy and your uh, basically your apprentice who's on one side and your main guy's on one side. And you've got a certain amount of uh, influence with the three different elements. And depending on uh, whoever has, if you have the higher of at least one of these elements or the elements that they're looking for as you start going towards the middle, because you'll flip over cards and different elements will be the what they want to succeed on there. You'll be playing cards to both sides. And you'll be messing with each other's cards, but there's no real fighting in it. You're basically just having more influence than others. Uh, it's it's pretty good. It's on, if you want to try it out, it's on BGA now. Uh, I believe as of this recording, you might still be able to get in on it because I know it's a limited time on BGA, uh, but definitely check it out on there. They've got a lot of the starter decks. It's kind of fun. I don't think it's, uh, I mean, it's almost 2 million. Probably by the time you listen to this, it'll be over 2 million. It's not 2 million good. But it's a pretty fun game. It's it's lighter. I don't think it's like I don't think it's better than Lorcana or Soulforge. But it's a fun, pretty light type game. You're basically using any cards for mana, so I like that sort of thing. Easy to get into. It's got some deck building. But I mean, they've they've got a lot of different sets that you can buy. I mean, basically, you're getting the, uh, different packs: the expert packs, a discovery pack, a master pack, and they've got this divine pack that's over five thousand dollars. That almost seventy people have bought. That's insane in my mind to pay five thousand dollars for this game. Now, their big gimmick is going to be kind of has these QR codes where you'll be able to buy, sell, and trade virtual goods here. Basically, the virtual type of this card, your card can be traded virtually and then they can print on demand. So if you want two more types or two more versions of uh, your Geek Jock card, your your Dan card, uh, you can basically trade that with somebody and now you own three versions of it. You can, and you might even be able to trade for the foil version of it and then you can get the, the company will print on demand. I'm sure there's a price for it. And then they'll send you those cards. Now, the other person that traded away that card, sure, you can still play with it in your home game, but you're not going to be able to use this one in sanctioned because all the cards are going to be scanned and you've got to be, be have the quote unquote ownership 
of your card to be able to play. So that's the big uh, kind of gimmick that they're going for. Again, game's decent, plays in a pretty quickly, about 30 minutes. Uh, and I know there's probably a four-player version of the game, but it's really at its heart, like most TCGs, it's a two-player game. So it's okay. Uh, I don't know if it's the next big thing, but uh, but I did enjoy playing it a bit. Next up, we've got a game called Triumph. This is kind of a dudes on the map kind of set in uh, Rome. Well, it's got set in Europe, but centered kind of around uh, the Republic of Rome. Uh, And you're kind of playing cards in your hands, getting some dudes on the map and fighting over area, basically area control. This is put out by Phalanx. It is well-funded. I was about a week uh, to go. uh, And it'd get in on this one for about $60. And of course, there are uh, deluxe edition for $110. Uh, the old MMO Eve has a game that's a 4X game now on Kickstarter. This is called Eve War for New Eden, basically a 4X game. They say the table is set for a grand game of cosmic chess. Make your first move, first move today. Basically a 4X game. Looks pretty good. If you like 4X games, kind of a, a smaller one. Again, everybody just wants to do TI4 in lower time. I think they say this one can be played in, in about two hours. Uh, two to three hours is what they're looking at, and you can get in on this one. Uh, they are It is pretty expensive for different pledges, but there are a lot of kind of minis and different things in that box. So you can get in on it for $140 US uh, and veteran pledge for $240. And it just goes up from there. So you can kind of pimp out your game a little bit more from there. But it does look fairly decent. Stellar Drift, a pull and write board game. Basically means you're pulling dice out of the bag. It says repair your broken spaceship, pull colored cubes out of the bag, then spend them to move around your ship, checking spaces off as you go. Uh, basically looks like you're kind of pulling dice out of the bag. Or I guess the cubes, they're not really dice that are rolled. The cubes all have the same things on each side. So you're just pulling different colored cubes and that's going to unlock what you can do on your board. Uh, it does kind of look like a little bit more of a loaded pull and write or we'll call it like kind of like a loaded roll and write kind of like Motor City Game Works because there are uh, a bunch of different, I think there's four different sheets that you're using on there. Uh, it looks pretty fun. Um, they got a retail only pledge for $15. You got a, a copy of it for $25 and you can get two copies for $49. Uh, it does look pretty good. So definitely check this one out. Got about a week to go and it is uh, it is funded as well. I don't think I mentioned that Eve, of course, is well well funded. It has about two weeks to go. Next up, we've got Clickport and Speedport. Uh, these are two unique tabletop experiences that cable games will provide endless entertainment and a positive thrill to you. So this is kind of an interesting one. So there's a lot of games that are kind of more like kind of puzzle games where a lot of times you'll have a lot of blocks in the middle and you'll pull a card and you've got to kind of arrange your blocks or your tanagrams or things like that to match what the card says on there. Here, you've got what's basically kind of like ethernet cables uh, with different colors. And as you're kind of putting them on, you can either put one in and then maybe put the other side somewhere else on a later turn, or you can pull some cards out. I mean, pull, pull a couple out. So basically this is kind of trying to, it's, it's kind of like a more of a puzzle type game. And there's a couple of different ways uh, of playing this one. They've got speed port, which is a little bit different to play, but, uh, and then click port two to six players for both of these. And they're pretty quick playing games. I think they're pretty cool. If you do like unique type of, uh, of kind of, uh, a puzzle type games. You can get in on Clickboard for $38 or Speedboard for 38 or you can get them both for about $74. Uh, you may only need one of these. Uh, I think it looks pretty cool and it is an interesting uh, sort of thing. Finally, Hockey Hardware. I always love these uh, these games. Of course, Clickboard and Speedboard, uh, three weeks to go, and it is not quite funded yet, but it, it did just start. So it's about a third of the way to the funding goal, but it did, I did think it looked pretty cool. Anyway, Hockey Hardware. Of course, I'm a huge hockey fan. 
uh, Hockey Hardware, the original game. Uh, this is an interesting card and dice game, uh, kind of a abstract way of playing hockey where you're kind of almost like, I guess, managing type your team. Uh, I don't think this one's going to get its goal, but I did want to mention it. It's got two weeks to go. It's got almost uh, about 17000 of its $92,000 goal. I bet this one will be canceled and re-put out there, but it's got some cool elements of gameplay kind of as you're kind of playing and rolling dice and making decisions and getting cards and using different cards. I uh, probably could use a few more cards in the game. It says 108 cards in the game uh, with some with a bunch of dice, so maybe you can use a little more cards. But really, when I look at things, and I've been around a Kickstarter since the very beginning, and I've helped with a lot of projects, and I've uh, you know you kind of given my two cents about projects and and helped uh, you know with a bunch of them and play tested and such. And looking at kind of what they explain their funding goal, everything looks a little bit much. And I know games like a lot, like I said, Motor City GameWorks have put out games about this size. And they're about uh, a little bit less than, you know, maybe around a little bit more, uh, maybe half of the price or, or two thirds of the price. Because right now it's only about $38, uh, $50 Canadian, about 38 US. And that's about a normal price for what this looks like. But it doesn't need 125000 where it says this funding goal. Uh, I would think about a half to a third of that would be able to put it out. I don't know how many. They're probably trying to get maybe three or 4,000 copies, which you don't need. You just want to get the game made and put out to backers. But anyway, I'm sure they'll probably either won't find it. Hopefully they'll cancel and rethink about kind of that goal. Because if you're putting this out for a $30,000 goal, which seems reasonable for about a 1,000 print run, uh, it seems like it could be a very good game to be able to get out. And once you get it out, you know, sky's the limit for anything like that. Anyway, that is hockey hardware. And lastly, we've got Game Found. Up on Game Found is Last Light, second edition and new Alien Pack. Uh, they re-put this one up for the second edition. There's about three weeks to go in this one. They've got a bunch of different bundles, and this is by Gray Fox Games. And of course, there's the Last Light Interstellar bundle they've got for about $250. This is an interesting game. I don't want to call it 4X. It, it's kind of a space kind of, it's got, you know, the gimmick is kind of like has a couple of lazy Susans that kind of rotate in a way around. Uh, and it does look amazing. You're paying for the bits. Basically, they have these kind of planets that are very well produced. Uh, and then from everything I've heard, I've seen people playing it at a couple of game days. I've had people say it's pretty good. It's a little long for what they said for what it was. But of course, it does look absolutely beautiful on a table. So if that's a thing for you that you really like, uh, and of course, they've got great inserts, great pieces, absolutely looks amazing. So this one might be one, if you didn't get in on a first edition of Last Light, you may want to get in on this particular second edition right there. I'll have a link to all those, of course. So thanks for joining me today. If you see any news you think I'd like to feature, shoot me a message at GeekJockDan on Twitter. Also, please check out Majorspoilers.com for more content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. And of course, check out the Geek All-Stars podcast. That's my show uh, as well. As always, I'm Dan Dan Board Game, and I'll see everyone in a couple weeks for another Munchkin Minute. This podcast is copyright 2024 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.